Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Heard it on Bally's late last night. Timberwolves out west. Second night of a back-to-back against the Portland Trailblazers. Minnesota coming off that big win Monday in Los Angeles over the Clippers. The Wolves were down 7 nothing. before Anthony Edwards got things going on Bally's. Conley can't hit. Tapped out to Conley. Leaves it for Edwards for three. Bottoms. Wolves getting some good guard play from Edwards, Mike Conley Jr. and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Jabari Walker's one of them. Bucket, and the foul for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who had a tremendous game off the bench last night. 18 points off the bench for Alexander-Walker. We talked to Henry Lake last hour about that, about how he's one of the unsung heroes for that Wolves team. And the Wolves win last night, back-to-back games, 121-109. to uh, Chris Finch talked about Ant's performance after the game. He finishes with 41 points. Really proud of him. Um, I know he was banged up, and last night was a super physical game. Tonight ended up being a really physical game, too. Um, you know, he kind of got off to a slow start, and then he got hot. You know, and once he gets hot, you know, he's there's no, no getting him off the floor, really. Uh, but we have a bunch of guys who love to play. Like, that's just where it starts. I think that's what we like about, you know, one of the things we like about our guys, they just love to come and play no matter what the circumstances are. Um, and, um, you know, he was pretty emblematic of that tonight. Wolves off tonight, but uh, they stay in Portland. We'll battle uh, the Trailblazers once again tomorrow night, and then it's uh, pretty much the entire organization uh, invading Indianapolis for All-Star Weekend. Twins pitchers and catchers report today in Fort Myers, and joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, the voice of the Minnesota Twins, Chris Atterbury. Chris, I know you're headed down next week, and I know uh, after talking to you at the uh, Second Harvest Heartland a couple of weeks ago, uh, you love Florida, and you cannot wait to be in Fort Myers. <laughs> you know, when I start listing out my favorite things, I start with snakes, alligators, and traffic. <laughs> yes, right. So for me, and humidity. So, no, it's uh, it's exciting, right? Like, uh, I hope, uh, I, you know, I, I last the whole time, unlike you at the, the Springsteen show. I'm going to hopefully stay all the way to the end. Um, but, yeah, it's exciting, you know. The, uh, the, the sound of, of just guys playing catch is, is kind of a cool it's like that first robin outside your window yep. in spring. Uh, that's what uh, the sound of the ball popping in the glove is. Yeah, uh, and it can't wait. It's just, again, usually uh, this time of year, you know, we've got snow on the ground and it's a lot colder than it is now. And a day like today when pitchers and catchers report, it's like it gives you hope that spring is right around the corner. Well, right now it's kind of felt like spring, and it just kind of adds to it. And, of course, obviously with the success the ball club had last season, lots of people looking forward to this season. Well, and they should. I mean, I think that the the false narrative, the one everyone wants to glom onto in the offseason, oh, payroll this and payroll, 
this is a good team, and I would argue maybe probably a better team coming into the spring this year than it was a year ago. And last year, they were pretty good. So, you know, a healthy, healthier Byron, uh, a healthy Royce Lewis, uh, a healthier Carlos Correa, th- those are great places to start. Um, and then there's some, some young guys, I think, that we learned about last year that we kind of got a big league introduction to, and Eddie Julian or Matt Walner and, and Louie a little bit. And now we get to see what they can do coming to camp kind of with different expectations. So I'm super excited about it. I think this is going to be a good team. What I kind of want to see is not a play with your food for four months and then run away with the division (laughs) situation. I'd love to see this team come out, just drop the hammer from the get-go. Like, we're good. We know we have an easy schedule. We can't control it. Uh, we, We know that... You know, we, we didn't add a lot of guys, but we believe in the guys we have. It just dropped the hammer from the beginning. Um, I would love to see that tone set right away in Kansas City. Yeah, and you know, and that when you're talking about the people who are complaining about the lack of moves, you know, they and they're flush in certain positions, which means, you know, come trade deadline, they and if they have that big lead established, they got some pieces to move to to add to uh, in other areas of their ball club. Yeah, you know, you're looking to add in your system, and they did that with the Gonzalez deal with Seattle. You know, they've got big league guys, and we're going to have Bailey Ober on Inside Twins later today. And and one of the conversations I'm going to have with him is he was in a spot last spring that kind of Louis Varlin finds himself in this spring. Bailey was dominant in spring training, mm-hmm. and his reward was a ticket to St. Paul. And instead of sulking and being bummed out and going in the tank, he ended up having, a, I thought, a really – low-key brilliant year behind the one-two of Pablo and Sonny. Um, and so I wonder if he's talked with Louie about that, because that expectation is that Louis Vaughn's a big league guy, and people say, well, but he's going to stay a starter, and we, we got T. Sclafini, so he's not, there's no room, and, and he's great in the bullpen, but we want him as a starter, and we got a deep bullpen. Where's he going to go? And I think that how you handle those situations, convincing guys that just because they're not part of the 26 today – doesn't mean they're not critical parts of what we're doing as a team over the summer. I think those go a long way towards determining, you know, which teams farewell throughout the year. For people who are plugged into the ball club and are plugged into things when they go down to Fort Myers and start the uh, spring training campaign, what are some storylines you think that'll develop or that people will uh, watch out for things to pay attention to? Well, I think there's a couple things that are, that are going to be critical. One is, do you ever see Byron taking fly balls? Yep. Um, now, I don't expect, just knowing kind of how we function, I don't expect to see him play a ton of center field in, on the big field in regular games. You know, we've seen in years past that, that a lot of those guys get their work on the backfields and whatnot. But is he taking balls? Is he doing defensive work in anticipation of playing in center field? I think that's, to me, the single biggest thing of the entire season is his availability. He's got all the other abilities, but the availability to be in center field makes every single member of the team and the staff better over the course of the year. So that that's number one. Uh, I'm going to keep a, a real keen eye on the bullpen. Uh, I think it's going to be a strength of this team. I think they're building it to be a strength of this team. Chris Paddock's coming off injury. Uh, I think we're, we're you know, you're not going to push him too far. De Sclafini's the same way. You're going to need innings from the bullpen. And they've got the bodies to do that, to be really, really good back there. But there's a lot of new faces. And so there's going to be some revolving door. Oh, you pitch three days in a row, you might be in St. Paul for two weeks. You know, that sort of thing. But a guy like Justin Topa, some of the new arms to go with the returners like Griffin Jackson, Brock Stewart, and Joan Duran, I think that's going to be a fun storyline. 
And a big one for me is always guys without options. I'm a huge Trevor Larnick guy. I feel like he still has a ton to offer as, as a major league player. He's been kind of caught in the wash and then had some injuries the last couple of years. He's running out of options here, and I'm really curious to see Trevor Larnick's spring because some guys' numbers don't matter in spring. Some guys' performance really does matter in spring, and I think Trevor might fall into that latter category this year because he's going to be in spring training performing not only to impress the Twins but to impress every other team in baseball. I was I was listening to the national broadcast. Uh, I forgot who uh, yesterday, but they were mentioning the Twins as having one of the, if not the best, bullpen in baseball. And that, that just, I was taken aback by that because usually that's one of those areas where we're like, oh, we don't know what we got on the back end. But yeah, a great point to that. That they're really strong in the pen now. And what you need in the modern day is you got to have a bunch of dudes. You can't just have three really good guys. The days of the A pen and the B pen, okay, these guys pitch when we're losing, these guys pitch when we're winning. Those days are gone for really good teams. And a lot of the times it's kind of a no-name bullpen. You know, I talked about Topa. Here's a guy who's 32. He had like 19 big league games ever and not very good ones at that until last year, and then suddenly he's in 75 games. For a Seattle bullpen that you probably, between the two of us, we couldn't name four dudes that were in it last year, but they were amazing. And and it's one of those, you'd go and you'd be doing a game and you'd be like, who's this guy? And he comes in, he's blasting 100, you know, big cheddar and swings and misses. And and then you also have to have guys who get people out in different ways. Topa's more of a ground ball guy. Then you got some strikeout guys. They just added another lefty possibility from, from Miami. They added Jackson from Toronto. None of these are young either. They're like, they've been around a little bit. They've figured out how to pitch. You have to have guys who can get different types of swings out. Uh, here's a slider guy. Here's a changeup guy. Here's a split guy. Here's a high heat guy. Here's a sink ball guy. And the Twins have ways to get you out from every conceivable fashion mm-hmm. with their bullpen right now. And I, again, health is always a factor. And with bullpens, always up and down. I mean, the, the yep. thing is, it's crazy. It looks like a like a heart monitor, right? Like, I'm up, I'm down. I'm up, I'm down. But they certainly have the pieces to be a really, really, really stalwart part of this this, this team this year. Chris Atterbury will be listening first broadcast uh, a week from Friday, the 23rd, against the Gophers. And uh, all season long, Chris, thank you so much for the time today. And uh, have fun in, uh, down in Fort Myers. And happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Yeah, you as well, and, and I promise you I will not be going Madonna style with the knee brace. Okay, uh, this, very good. Uh, this spring. At least not out of the gate. Yeah, healthy. We're all healthy uh, coming into spring training. Chris Atterbury, uh, voice of the Twins on WCCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 